Welcome to La Jefa Experience, the place where moms in any stage of motherhood come to get tools, tips, and support to thrive as the CEO of their life and family. Hello, 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 Hefas all over the world. Welcome to La Hefa Experience. I am your host, Rocio Cisco. We are coming off of Mother's Day weekend, and what a beautiful weekend it was. Uh, I hope you all were honored and showered with the love and the gifts and all of the amazingness that you deserve every single day. And, um, yeah, it was it was beautiful. Uh, we started the day off with Mama's Day yoga, which there was such a, there was an immense uh, amount of gratitude for the power in all the women that were in the yoga uh, with us, with Alethea and myself, who Alethea's mama of two, so she feels it too, as well, <laughs> and um, she's doing this work, so she can appreciate it. I'm going to have Alethea on the podcast here coming up in the next couple of weeks. Hopefully, uh, we're working out some scheduling stuff right now, yet uh, she is a chingona, and Alethea is a chingona. I, she's a uh, it's a, she's the, the w- one person that has um, really allowed me to capture the essence of yoga. Um, it's in everything. It's in, in the way she teaches. It's in the way she modifies. It's in her voice and her cadence during the classes that I love attending Alethea's classes. And uh, for the most part, I attend with her every Friday, uh, 3.30 my time, usually 5.30 Chicago time. So yeah, this was my yoga practice for the week. And uh, that's how we started Mother's Day off. It was beautiful, beautiful. Um, I had a massage, a 90 minute massage, which was heavenly, <laughs> heavenly, especially for myself, who's an athlete who still works out, um, you know, four or five days out of the week is it, it, giving my body love in that way is, uh, is, is much needed. <laughs> So it felt really good. I've been I've been uh, all about the barefoot life over here in San Clemente. So my feet, my ankles, and my calves are taking a beating, mamas. Um, so that felt good. And I hung out with my family. I hung out with with my my guys, uh, my husband and my my son. Um, so it was it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And I hope that you guys uh, also had an amazing Mother's Day. Um, Without further ado, what we're here to talk about today, um, my Mama Shingona Challenge is starting an, up another group on May 19th. And I started thinking about what is one of the biggest things that most people don't understand about goal setting or one of the, the top, let's just say top five, right? Top five things that we don't understand about goal setting. And what I thought about to bring to today's show was depth of the depth of goal setting and what we don't usually talk about. We talked about writing it down. We talked about setting intention and action. We talked about taking action, right? Yeah, we don't talk about the underlying limiting beliefs that there could be. The things that are are allowing are causing us to stand in our own way. And this is the deeper work that I do with my mama chingonas. I usually do a four-week challenge where we show up every week on a call and I support. I support, I give you the framework, I support the process because obstacles will come up, challenges will come up, mindset uh, things will come up. And that 
every week when we meet and we, we hop on Zoom and we talk, I will support my chingonas in what is coming up specifically for them because we are all going to have a different perspective, a different take on the process, right? And we coach and I support them. And one of the things that I offer with the Chingona Challenge is the opportunity to have a one-on-one coaching call with me to go deeper. That's what I want to talk to you about today. Because what we don't realize is that there has been experiences in our life that have shaped our current state, our, our present state, okay? And the quicker you can understand and realize that those past experiences do not define you and who you are, the quicker you will be able to turn things around and create solutions to propel forward. Because that's really the only way that matters. That's the only path that matters. That's the only thing that matters is that you are propelling forward. The path, the journey will never, binary language acknowledged, be linear. Okay. What I mean by that is when you are starting a journey, when you are setting goals, when you are working towards something, when you are healing and doing the work there, the path will be positive. It will advance. It will advance. It will advance. Then it may just deter, right? Maybe it halts to a stop or you take three steps back. Then you propel forward. You keep propelling forward, propelling forward. Oh, you dive, take a nosedive. And now you are back to where you, where you believe. You are back to where you started. You are setting into old habits. You're doing old, you're, you're, uh, you're buying into old habits, right? And then you acknowledge and then you get back to being uh, on at homeostasis. And then all of a sudden you are propelling forward again and you feel good and, and you're seeing progress. And then you take another four steps back, right? So it's never going to be linear for anyone. What I'm getting to with what the problem is here is when we say we want something and then we set a goal to achieve it, and we rarely or never succeed. And if you're this kind of person where you don't believe that you are succeeding in the goals that you are setting or uh, you rarely succeed, then there's got to be something deeper that's limiting you, okay? Um, I can provide the framework for my chingonas, yet if they are stopping themselves and standing in their own way, my frame and, and not showing up and doing the work, my framework won't, won't succeed, won't help them succeed. I'm, I'm handing something to them. It is up to them to make something of it and create sustainable uh, um, long-term habits that are going to support the framework. And that's where the success comes in. Okay, so I want to talk today about self-sabotage and how to tell if you may be self-sabotaging yourself or if there may be something deeper that's limiting you, because that's the nitty gritty. That's what you really want to get to. Um, uh, my mentor, Anat, calls it uh, pulling out the weeds and then replacing them with new seeds, right? It's a garden. This is your garden and you're pulling out weeds because if you plant new seeds on top of the weeds, the weeds are still there. 
limiting beliefs are still there. Yet if you get to the root of the, the cause of the limiting, or yes, if you get to the root of the problem, which is the limiting belief, then you can choose to continue believing that or change the belief, right? So what is self-sabotage? And I wanted to give you guys a definition. Self-sabotage is when we actively or passively take steps uh, to prevent ourselves from reaching our goals. This behavior will affect every aspect of your life in relationships, in a career goal, in a personal goal, such as weight loss. It it is possible to be self-sabotaging yourself in any of those areas, in all of those areas, because I'm also a firm believer, mamas, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Okay. So it is time to be honest with ourselves because when we have radical honesty and we have, we take radical responsibility then we can change our situation. Then we can transform and evolve our circumstance, okay? Then we can change our lives. So here is how we, why we self-sabotage. So you're probably asking like, why would I ever do that to myself? Well, we self-sabotage because we don't feel worthy, lack of self-worth, right? And this is also a limiting belief and something that our past experiences have uh, have affected us. This is how our past experiences had affected Maybe something, we did something that we don't feel worthy of, right? Or we don't feel worthy to have something. And this could be a way that you're, that or reason why you're self-sabotaging. Fear of success. It's a thing, ladies. It is a thing, Having a fear of success, be having a fear of the unknown, having a fear of failure, right? Things not being in your control, you want control. Those are all reasons why we self-sabotage. And this is a very subtle thing that you may have never noticed that, that you are doing. Um, I, have, I have definitely uncovered uh, some self-sabotaging tendencies of mine. Uh, perfectionism is one of them and uh, procrastination right? Like not fighting, if fighting, uh, no, giving into the resistance of things, procrastinating, or wanting to make things perfect, which is not possible. Nothing will ever be perfect is, are two big things, uh, two big ways that we self-sabotage and I'm speaking from experience. So, <laughs> so what does this lead to and why am I even bringing it up and on this podcast? Well, this leads to uh, not achieving our goals. It repeats to us, re it uh, leads to us repeating patterns and never succeeding. And what I mean, and I think of the imagery that I get when I say repeating patterns, it's you're a hamster on a hamster wheel and you're doing, or you're doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, right? Um, and, and some people would say that the famous saying is, you know, that's insanity. They call that insanity. Well, you might just be stuck in a self-sabotaging tendency and not realize it, not realize that you're not feeling worthy of achieving your goals, or you do have a fear of something. There's a fear there. So how do we, uh, uh, the other things that this leads to, and I, I wrote a couple of these things down is feeling lost, right? Uh, you're left feeling lost. Um, you're left feeling powerless. When you're not achieving your goals, you're setting out to achieve goals and you are not able to achieve them, that gives you a sense of helplessness, right? Powerlessness. And 
that doesn't add to your confidence. It keeps you feeling stuck. It keep it. It makes you unhappy. Uh, it makes you feel unworthy, and it doesn't make you trust yourself, right? So, how can we? What are other things that you know that we can look out for? Because awareness is the first thing. Bring awareness to these things. How can you tell if you may be self sabotaging? Well, that's the number one thing you set. You've set goals in the past, and you you don't you rarely achieve them. You rarely um, follow through, okay? Uh, or you never do. You never achieve them. So, a couple of things that I I had contemplated on that I wanted to share with you guys on how to tell if you may be self sabotaging. You are out of integrity with your word and. This is a big one, guys, because it is the most subtle way that you can be self-sabotaging. It is socially acceptable to say you're going to do something and not do it. I am dumbfounded and so shocked at how accepted this is. Um, and it is a skill. It is a skill because if this is what we grew up with, mamas, this is what you are going to embody and this is what we are going to pass down to our children, okay? And this is why I'm bringing it up. Um, not keeping your word to yourself, being out of integrity with your word really is you do that one way and you do you do other things that way as well, okay? When you make a commitment to yourself and you don't honor it or you don't show up, you are out of integrity with your word, which will lead to you saying you're gonna do something and not do it, which will lead to, you. Uh, it, it can show up in other ways, such as telling, I've, this, I've been super aware of me talking to my son when he's asking for me to do something for him. He's calling me mama, 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 mama. I've found myself saying, give me a second. And that's not being integrity with my word because whatever I'm doing isn't gonna take a second. I, I want this boy, I wanna establish trust with this boy, right? With my son. So I've been super, aware and really doing my best to giving him a realistic time frame. Give me five minutes, give me seven minutes, give me three minutes so that I can practice being in integrity with my word, because that's how subtle it gets. Something that you're so used to saying that, that you probably heard when you were uh, just a saying, right? Like you don't even mean anything behind it, but why wouldn't you mean what you say and say what you mean? And that is something that I'm, I'm working on. Um, I have been working on for a very long time with the power of language. Thank you, Mark England, once again. Um, and just under, hearing myself speak and listening to myself. Um, so that's one of the things that I'm working on and that's how it can show up. So if you are out of integrity with your word, you may have a self-sabotaging tendency. Look to see, bring awareness to it where, um, where this may be showing up for you. Second thing that you can tell, a uh, way to tell if you are, you may be self-sabotaging is you make excuses. Somebody brings something up to your attention where you may have dropped the ball, where um, you failed to show up, you get defensive and you make excuses for yourself. And here's the thing, you don't take ownership. Even if you, even if you were wrong, right? 
simply apologizing or committing to being better and how you're going to do that. Defensiveness is a way of self-sabotage. And uh, once again, something that I had struggled with in the past that I am super aware of now and um, am in the work of, of fighting defensiveness because placing the blame on others or something outside of you isn't going to allow you to heal, isn't going to allow you to get better, to evolve from it. So take owner, taking ownership, right? The uh, number three is procrastination. I had already previously mentioned this. Procrastination is when you're putting things off. You're putting things off because your subconscious wants to keep you comfortable and you don't want to do the thing. So you don't do it. You're, you're giving into the resistance and it's, it's comfort. It's, it's the known versus the unknown. You're not doing the thing. You're putting the thing off because you're self-sabotaging, right? Um, you're not succeeding. You're not propelling forward. That's another way of telling if you are self-sabotaging. Um, the, the fourth way is using victim language. So when something happens or doesn't go your way, is it happening to you or is it happening for you? Um, victim language could also be viewed as pl placing blame on other people. Oh, so-and-so, it's because of them that I'm here. It, I couldn't do this. I couldn't show up to the gym because my son or that. That's victim language. Uh, if you are, if you find yourself using this kind of language, it's stopping you from from taking ownership and changing what's really happening here to start getting results and start creating solutions in your goal setting um, action, right? In your goal set setting period and taking action on those goals. So be aware of that. Um, the fifth thing, and this recently just came up when one of my clients is being easily distracted and getting easily distracted, a lack of focus is a self-sabotaging tendency. Once again, right? Not getting to the thing, giving into the resistance and not being aware of it is all subconsciously happen happening for you. Your subconscious is really trying to keep you comfortable and keep you in your comfort zone. We've all heard the saying to step outside of your comfort zone if you want to grow. Well, Growing is uncomfortable. It is inevitable that it's going to get uncomfortable and be uncomfortable. So what we want to do unconsciously is stay comfortable. It's easier. It feels good. It feels better until it doesn't. And then you're forced to grow, right? It's still a choice. Yet these things that are happening that are, are your, your tendencies are stopping you and, and, uh, yeah, they're stopping you from succeeding in whatever you want to succeed, okay? And most of them are very subtle. They're things that you learn. They're things that you picked up on. They're things that you saw someone do, usually a caregiver. And, and they're things, mamas, that we are passing down generation from generation, generation to generation down the line, right? So I don't know about you, but I know for sure that that is not something that I want to be passing down. And this is why I'm super aware of it. This is why I'm bringing awareness to it on this podcast. And this is my, my 
tip for you to start bringing awareness to it. And the best thing that you can do, the smallest, most biggest thing that you can do to start getting, making this better besides bring awareness to it is to start honoring the commitments that you make to yourself from the very smallest of commitments to the big commitments, right? So if you say you're going to show up to the gym tomorrow, show up. If you say you're going to eat better, eat better. If you say you're going to start your business, start your business. If you say you're going to start reading a book, make sure you read the damn book, right? I don't, I don't, uh, I don't mean to make it so like, <laughs> it's so simple. It's not, it's not simple. It is definite. It definitely takes work. It's not impossible. That's the thing. I won't ever encourage you mamas to look at something as hard because I believe that that is also another limiting thing that is socially acceptable where we're looking at things. You got to accept that it's going to be hard. No, because then sometimes what ends up happening is that you will look at something and say, it's so hard. I don't want to do it. And you'll avoid it. Avoidance is also another, another form of um, self-sabotage is another tendency. Okay. So acknowledge, okay, this is difficult and it is not impossible. Okay. It is definitely not impossible. It is possible for me to succeed in this area and to make this better. Okay. And don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. Take ownership for where you're at. If you're listening to this podcast, you're at least of 18 years of age. Okay. And, and, and even if you're not, this is a great lesson to learn if you're younger than that. So take ownership of where you are in your life right now. Bring awareness to the tendencies that may be stopping you from achieving your goals and succeeding, right? You're standing in your own way. That We are the root, the cause of the challenge, and we are the solution to the challenge, okay? And yeah, that's that's what I wanted to bring in today into today's um episode. Um, there's ways of working on this. If you can do it by yourself, great. If not, there are coaches that do that. I am a coach that does this. I work with mamas on their mindset. I work with mamas on their goal setting. This is what I do with my clients. I help them see their patterns. I bring their patterns to the attend to their attention and I guide them to changing their habits and patterns so that they can align with the goals that they have in mind to create the life that they want to live. Okay. If this message resonates with you, if you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, follow, and share the podcast with a fellow mama that could benefit from the message. I'd also love for you to leave a review. Let me know what you would love to hear on La Jefa Experience. Um, give us a five-star review, guys. I, I love to get the feedback and tag us on Instagram. If you're listening to the podcast, please take a screenshot, uh, tag me at Row Cisco, Row underscore Cisco on Instagram, Rocio Cisco on Facebook. And as always, Hefaz, you are worthy and already have the power to stress less, love more, and be unstoppable. Go show the world and your family how it is done so they understand that it's possible for them to do it as well. You are a Hefa, and Hefaz find a way. Till next week. Ciao.